You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of Naturopathic Earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News, circa the year of our Lord, 2020. You know, growing up in the 80s, I never thought that 2020 would be what it is today, which is essentially 1980 with more smart screens. I mean, you think we would have you know, rocket-propelled ships to Mars, and we would have, like, the Insta-food and all these things that you were kind of imagined back in the 70s and 80s, if you think of Arthur C. Clarke and all these things like that, and Ray Bradbury and all the sci-fi. But now we're pretty much the same. But either way, it's 2020. My birthday is around the corner. I am turning 46, which seems a lot older than 45, in my eyes for some reason, but it's okay. And men can age like fine wine. And, you know, it, it's like it's like penis size, right? So a lot of men are hung up on penis size, but the way I look at it, it's you can't control your penis size. So why stress over something you can't control? And it's a similar thing with aging. You can't control it. It's you, you, Father time is moving. You can't. It's undefeated, right? So we get older. Just stay in the best health we can. Speaking of health, This episode is right down the alley of kind of the mission statement for Naturopathic Earth and Holistic Health News and Confessions of an Obi's Child. So we're going to simulcast this both on Holistic and on Confessions. Sons whose mothers were obese during pregnancy, more likely to have a lower IQ, study finds. I'm drinking a a chai black tea here. This is from Newsweek. The cognitive health and development of boys may be impacted by their bo- their mother's body mass index while pregnant with them, according to research from Columbia University and University of Texas at Austin, where I used to go. This study, which was published in the journal of BMC Pediatrics on Friday in mid-December, so this is very recent, observed 368 subjects from a low-income cohort of African-American and Dominican women during the second half of their pregnancies, and then evaluated their children three and seven years later. Researchers found that the sons of women whose BMIs indicated they were overweight or obese when they became pregnant, not during the pregnancy, when they became pregnant, were more likely to show less developed motor skills as three-year-olds and lower intelligence as seven-year-olds compared to boys whose mothers were at normal weights during pregnancy. BMI calculations use a person's height and weight to estimate what a healthy weight for them would be. In general, a BMI between 18.5 and 25 is considered normal. Among the expected mothers examined for this study, 23.9% were overweight, meaning they had a BMI between 25 and 29, and 22% had a BMI above 30 and were considered obese. So half of them were were overweight or obese, uh, which is uh, actually... (laughs) Less than the typical American percentage, which is around 70% of Americans are overweight, which means, you know, at least 
zero, one to 20 pounds over where their BMI should be. Like the BMI is not perfect. We talked about this in the previous Holistic Health News, which is the average height and weight of a man and a woman in America. Uh, but this is concerning. This is very concerning. I mean, we know that the average, the average woman in America weighs 170 pounds and is 5'3". I mean, she is classified as overweight. Among boys, the study found maternal overweight and obesity correlated with IQ scores between 4.6 and almost 9 points lower than those of boys whose mother's weights were in the normal range before pregnancy. Look, 5 to 9 points is pretty significant when you think about like the average IQ of the United States, and they track this, is around 100. We're a little behind East Asia, like China, Japan, Korea, they're about 102. Europe's around 102. And... Um, the underdeveloped countries, uh, their IQs are abysmally low, like in the 80s, like Haiti. It's like in the 80s. And no country has one that's above 102, 103. But we know like Mensa's 140 high IQs up there. But look, losing nine losing nine points is quite a lot if you think of what the range of IQ is. It's quite a lot. Researchers did not observe the same phenomenon among daughters whose mothers had been obese. Quote, these findings aren't meant to shame or scare anyone, says Elizabeth Wyden, assistant professor of nutritional science at UT Austin, one of the study's co-authors. We are just beginning to understand some of the interactions between mothers' weights and the health of their babies. Let's continue. It's not altogether clear why obesity and pregnancy would affect a child later, though previous research has found links between a mother's diet and cognitive development, such as higher IQ scores in kids whose mothers have more of a certain fatty acids found in fish. That's why it's important for women to eat a lot of fat, healthy fat when pregnant. Dietary and behavioral differences may be driving factors, or fetal development may be affected by some of the things that tend to happen in the bodies of people with a lot of extra weight such as inflammation, metabolic stress, hormonal disruptions, and high amounts of insulin and glucose. The research is controlled for several factors in their analysis, including race and ethnicity, marital status, the mother's education and IQ, as well as whether the child were born prematurely or exposed to environmental toxic chemicals like air pollution. What the pregnant mothers ate and whether they breastfed were not included in the analysis. So look, they were ruling out everything, race, and ethnicity, marital status, IQ of the mom, environmental toxins, because they wanted to see if there was a correlation between the obesity and the IQ. The team also examined and accounted for the nurturing environment in a child's home, looking how parents interacted with their children and if the child was provided with books and toys. A nurturing home environment was found to lessen the negative effects of obesity. Well, that makes sense. According to Wyden and senior author Andrew Rundle, doctor of PH, uh, assistant professor of epidemiology at Columbia Mayo Man School, while the results show that the effect on IQ was smaller in nurturing home environments, it was still there. Meaning, even if they, if the women were, in, if the kid was in a nurturing environment, uh, if the mom was still overweight, the IQ drop was still there. This is not the first study that found that boys appear to be more vulnerable in utero. Earlier research found lower performance IQ in boys, but not girls whose mothers were exposed to lead. Yeah, that's another great neurotoxin. And a 2019 study suggested boys whose moms had fluoride in pregnancy scored lower on an IQ assessment. Yeah, there was a there was a, a 2019 study, but the big one about fluoride and boys is the Harvard study that came out around 2012. I quoted a lot in the um, 
in the Holistic Health News two-part episode we have on fluoridated water, which is probably around episode 45. It's way back when. So go check that out if you guys are still drinking fluoridated tap water. Because childhood IQ is a predictor of education level, socioeconomic status, and professional success later in life, researchers say there's a potential for impacts to last well into adulthood. Well, that's that makes that's clear, right? They start with a low IQ. That's not necessarily going to help them later on. The research team advised women who are obese or overweight when they become pregnant to eat a well-balanced diet that is rich in fruits and vegetables, take a prenatal vitamin, stay active, and make sure to get enough fatty acids, such as the kind found in fish oil. Giving children a nurturing home environment was also matters, as does seeing a doctor regularly, including during pregnancy, to discuss weight gain. Working with your doctor and talking about what is appropriate for your circumstances are recommended. All right, so look. First of all, like all these recommendations that they're given at the end, these women aren't going to listen to. They're already morbidly overweight. So, you know, you, you telling a woman who's pregnant, oh, you need to eat a balanced diet and not gain so much weight, it's going to fall in deaf ears because this woman's already morbidly overweight. And she already is demonstrating the fact that she lacks discipline. And women typically are supposed to gain about 30 pounds, 20 to 30 pounds in a pregnancy. And, you know, 10 of that is really the baby and the placenta. But most of that weight gain actually isn't supposed to occur until the third trimester. You're only supposed to gain, you know, two, three pounds, really, in the first two trimesters in the first six months. And then, because the, 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 the baby is still very small, the fetus is very small, you know, all relative, of course, by the time you get to the sixth month. But the, the weight gain, and, I, you know, I don't remember the numbers exactly, but they go from like maybe one pound to eight pounds all in that last trimester. So most of the women are supposed to gain their weight in the last trimester. The problem is a lot of pregnant women, and these are w- women that are regular weighted as well, when they when they find out they're pregnant, sometimes they just let go. Like, oh, I'm pregnant. I'm just going to eat mac and cheese all day and never exercise. And so you see these women gain 70, 80 pounds. And the problem with that is lots of times they can't lose that weight later on. You do see celebrities and I remember Jessica Simpson in one of her pregnancies, the, the singer, gained a lot of weight, like 80 pounds. And then she lost it eventually because these, these celebrities, of course, can have trainers and, and have meals sent to them that are perfectly balanced to lose weight because that's kind of their career. They have to be skinny. But the typical woman falls into this pitfall quite a lot, quite often is that they gain a lot of weight in the pregnancy and then they never lose it and then they get pregnant later and then and so forth. And so what you see is is the weight gain is going to be mostly seen in the poor parts of of the country. And so what, what what could correlate to this is wealthy people tend to stay in better shape. There's numerous studies showing this. And and, when I, and I mean like wealthy, like I only shop at Whole Foods wealthy, that type. The SoCal, I'm always eating organic, I'm juicing all day, I'm fit. You know, the, the South Beach, Miami type that you find all over the United States. They tend to eat well and, and, they, and they exercise and they maintain their weight. But, uh, you know, much of the poor people are the ones that eat the most fast food. Go to that video we did on, on fast food and about, what is it, 50% of men eat uh, fast food every day or restaurant food. And what you, what you see is the poor are gaining the weight, the rich are not. And so the poor, the poor women are gaining weight when they get pregnant. And then lots of times they don't lose that weight. So they have another child who's going to have a lower IQ than the mom who shops at Whole Foods and who is fit. And so if you extrapolate this out for centuries or, you know, let's just say decades, it's kind of like the movie Idiocracy kind of. It's similarly where where the rich 
the rich are not having as many children, and so they are killing themselves out, whereas the poor are just multiplying like, like rabbits. Go see that movie, Idiocracy, where the Luke Wilson's character freezes himself, and he wakes up 500 years later, and America is just dumbed down and run by morons because all the smart people died off because they didn't reproduce. But it's kind of like that. So, you, But but it, it maybe it's more like um, the time machine with the Eloys and the Morlocks, where, where you, you're going to have this, this kind of... <sighs> I want to say that it's not like a race war class war. It's kind of like a health war. So you're going to have a small stratum of well-educated people who know to stay away from a lot of the toxins we talk about in this podcast series. And because of that, they're going to live longer, be taller, be healthier, have healthier offspring, higher IQ offspring, and so forth. But the, but the large majority of Americans are going the opposite right, right? We know obesity is skyrocketing. So most of the Americans are going to be the opposite, right? They're going to be keep eating restaurant food and, and, and MSGs and food dyes and all these carcinogens. And they're going to be overweight. Their kids are going to end up being not as smart based on these studies. And you're going to see this tension. There's going to be tension between the two. And I honestly don't know how it's going to play out. But either way, women don't gain weight when you're pregnant. I mean, don't do it for your own self because it's bad for your own health. We've talked about obesity. We talked about the body positive movement, my issues with the body positive movement. Nobody can deny that it is best for you and for me and for all of us to be regular weighted on a societal level, on, on, the, on the social stigma level, on the health level, on, on being good role models to our kids level, on every level, every level. We need to keep our weight down. So we need to do it. Do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. Do it for your spouse. Do it for everybody. We got to do it. And it's not like, oh, I don't know how to lose weight. No, we all know how to lose weight. We don't need to go to a gym or a trainer to tell us. We all know how to lose weight. Eat less foods that are not made by God. Processed food, packaged foods, sugary foods, everything in the middle aisle. Stop eating that crap. Don't drink sodas. Don't drink your calories. Stick to fruits, vegetables, Maybe a little whole grains, some meats, preferably not a lot of red meat, so fish and chicken, preferably organic. And just eat paleo. If God didn't make it, don't eat it. And then throw in a little high-end dark chocolate, a little uh, you know, honey, the, the good, healthy, slightly refined stuff. Eat on occasion and then move the body. It, it's not like we don't know how to lose weight, but the problem is we are fractured. We are emotionally fractured, psychologically fractured. We all have PTSD on some level from intergenerational trauma. Go to that video we did, childhood trauma, uh, you know, relationship trauma. So we eat our emotions. We eat our feelings or we spend our feelings or, or use sex to cope with the feelings or we, we self-mutilate or whatever it is, whatever crutch we use to not deal with the hole that's in us. And because of this, we tend to self-destruct and it ends up being worse for us in the long run. So we need to fix that hole. Find what is the hole that is driving the self-destructive behavior. So lastly, women, if you haven't had your children, get your weight down before you get pregnant. Women who are pregnant, try to keep your, don't don't gain as much weight, just 30 pounds. And then once you, you have the baby, breastfeed, because that's going to help you lose the weight and it's good for the baby. Get your weight back down. Get your weight back down. And in general, all of us just need to keep our weight down. And this is not fat shaming at all. This is just based on good science that we need to keep our weight down for your lot, your health, your kids' health, your spouse, everybody. So do it. All right, guys. 
Uh, last thing I want to say is the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles. We have a lot of articles on how to lose weight. I have a 10-part series called How I Lost Over 100 Pounds and Kept It Off for 28 Years. I have some good tips there. Go check out the articles and food recipes. Of course, we have the two books, Confessions of an Obese Child, What It Was Like to Grow Up Fat, Why I Turned to Food for, for, for Coping, a crutch, and then Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior, which is how I lost all that weight and kept it off. So any of you who are struggling with obesity, that is the book for you to buy. So click on the links to go to Amazon and buy it. Also, if you need some one-on-one counseling on weight loss or weight management tips, hit the link on the episode notes for Clarity FM and we can talk on the phone. If you want to help out the podcast and the website, please click on the PayPal link and donate what you can, $5, $10, $50. We appreciate it one time or monthly. Also, if you want to help us out in a more passive way, click on the Amazon links found mostly in the food articles, and that takes you to Amazon. And then from there, you can search whatever you want on Amazon. And anything you buy within 24 hours going through that link, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. It's not like Amazon raises the price. We're Amazon affiliates, so that's how that works. And as you know, we have three podcasts here. We have the Essential Oils on Herbal Apothecary, which is just finishing up Season 2. We had a nice... eight-month run where we reeled off 35 oils. So we're closing that down for a little while. We'll see. Who knows? Probably next week there'll be a new episode. Then we have Confessions of an Obese Child and Holistic Health Needs. Please subscribe to all of them and post an honest review. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.